Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. Hi, everybody. Welcome back for our fifth session of Rethink. And this one uh, is called Greater Power. So Jim Mafuccio, my partner in crime. Welcome back, Jim. Good to be here. Well, buddy, we got a ton of great feedback from last week. Greater people, greater works. I mean, honestly, it is it is so mind-blowing to get a hold of this reality of who we really are and who we're really, <clears throat> pardon me, invited to be. And and it is in the in the scripture, but it's just not in here. Right. right? Yeah, that's exactly right. There, that's that's one of the dangers of this is some of these scriptures have, can be so familiar. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. <laughs> but he that is in the world's uh, winning and going to win, and you know. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't really believe that. So we, so it's we getting, believe it, our our molehills are mountains insurmountable. We believe that. You right. Know, you know, right. someone said that, you know, you, you, you find out what a person believes by watching what they live, the, the reality That's that they live. That's absolutely true. So you, there, can be a, there can be a disconnect between even words that we speak yeah. and, and, and the way we live. And, and the fact of the matter is, and what we talked about last, the last session is, out of the lips of Jesus, you know. What he actually said about what he, us. What he actually said, and, and we really have to wrestle with this, is that, we're greater than all of the Old Testament saints. Everybody that was born of a woman prior to John the Baptist, he said, John is greater than. And then I tell you the truth, he who is least in this thing that I'm launching called the kingdom of God and the sons of the kingdom, he who's least, you get in this gig, you get in the 2.0, the upgrade, you're greater than John the Baptist. And we have to deal with that because it's, it's not just a... It's as much, it, okay, it's exciting, it's kind of disconnect in some ways, but it's, it's an invitation, yes, but it's, it's got to get down to the level that, no, it's actually a responsibility, it's actually a mandate, it's actually this is who yeah. our Father says we are. And it's not humility for us to say, oh, no, not me. It's like, no, no. it's humility to say, okay, right. the, the, what you did for me is, is that. Yeah. And so we hit greater people, and we also hit greater works. Right. So he said, greater works than these will you do. Yes. And we actually looked at what those greater works are, and it, it's just mind-blowing. And this is an exercise. This is a Bible study that we're doing. Uh, this is an exercise that we're walking through to exercise our brains and our, our spirits to actually get around who we are and our true identity in Christ. And so this is amazing journey. Yes. And now now this time we're going to be looking at greater power. Right. So so kind of jumping off this Ephesians Ephesians 118 scripture that is, you know, that Paul is Paul is praying, "Oh that your the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened." Right. He said, "Oh that you would just know what what is the hope of his calling the riches of the glory of his inheritance in us right in us and the exceeding greatness of his power towards us us who who believe the exceeding greatness of his power right. we we do not have a revelation or understanding of the greatness of his power towards us who believe right. yeah so what we do is we our our minds have to find a way to to contextualize these things that are beyond our comprehension. So 
what, we've, what we believe, I, when I say we, I believe most of us in, in the church, we believe that when we die, there will be a resurrection. So it, when it says the greatness of his power towards us who believe, in accordance with the power that raised Jesus from the dead, okay, we, we actually believe that. We actually believe that, that when this body dies, you know, there's going to be a resurrection and we're going to live again. And that's pretty awesome. I mean, but we do believe that. But it doesn't just say that because it goes on to say not only the power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead, but also that seated him in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority wow. and power and gave, here, keeps going though. Okay, same power, right? Raised him from the dead. We believe that. We believe we'll be raised from the dead. But seated him at the right hand above all power and authority, keeps going, and gave him as head overall to us. Oh, so, so Jesus is reigning. The name that is above every name. So there's all things under him. And yeah. so he says this power. It's the power to reign. Is at work in us. The name above every name. The, the uh, uh, Put all things under his feet. I mean, this is, this is our calling. This is what he's done for us is power to reign. Yeah. Because we're what he's got on earth. We're his body. So he's the head given to us. He's given as head over all things to us, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. We are, we are, we are connected to the one who is over all. And what does he say to us now that we've been redeemed so that we what? So that we will reign on the earth. Because guess what? He's not reigning on the, he's reigning on the earth through his body. Wow. I mean, we're that connected to him because we're also seated with him in heavenly places, right? Wow. So you got this, you got this portal. We're seated with him in heavenly places and he's in our midst when we're in agreement, Matthew wow. 18 says. So, and he's above all and he's wow. put everything. And, and so we're, we're in the process, we're in the stage called, you know, the father said to him, sit here at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet extend your scepter out of Zion saying rule in the midst of your enemies. So how's that working? Wow. We're his ruling instrument. We're his earth expression, if you will. We're his body. So the, the same earth. power that seated him in heavenly places is a work at us. The, the same power that, that gave him uh, uh, above, uh, seated him above all principalities and powers right. and might and dominion and every name. That, that power is at work in us. And, and, and I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah, we've heard it too many times. We've heard it too many yeah, times. You know, it's so you've, we've right. heard it and we've been inoculated from the power of what this is really saying. This, the, it's, it is it is the power to rule and reign, yeah. and that's and have dominion. Right. All right. So let's look at this first First John four scripture. Looking at First John four. So read that. Do you have that right there? You are of God, little children, and you have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Okay, so we have overcome them because, and that's talking about antichrists, the spirit of antichrist. That's what John was talking about. You know, this big, scary, woo. He's saying you're greater. You're going to overcome because of the one who lives inside of you. So this is, this is part of our, you know, we talk about the greater resources to do the greater works. Well, how about, how about for starters, God, God's on the inside. Wow, you know that's a pretty good <laughs> that's a pretty good upgrade I would say that we got. Here. And what does that mean in reality? Greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. So He's overcome, and He's been He's been 
exalted above every other name and every, other, every power and every principality. He's disarmed them, and then he's been given to us. So why are we walking around like our enemy is bigger and badder than us and is actually right. going to win? Right. You know, so we've been, I, I believe we've been sold a context mm. that, that presupposes that we're supposed to, I mean, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're supposed to fight it out and we'll win little battles here and there, mm. but we're actually going to lose in this season until he comes back. Well, why would he need to come back if these things are actually true? Why right. would he need to come back and finish what he actually left us here to do? And it's our dignity to do it. It's our honor to do it. It's our responsibility to do it. It's our pleasure. It's his pleasure to watch his kids wow. do it. You know? God, God inside. You know, you know uh, the Bible talks about the seven spirits of God. Isaiah 11, too. The Spirit of the Lord was upon him, speaking of, of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it says the Spirit of, of the Lord, the Spirit of wisdom, which is creative genius it's actually ability to create things that have never been created for invent things and design things a spirit of understanding which is knowing knowing wow. things knowing all things a spirit of, of of counsel which is strategies and and uh and and business plans and these kind yeah. of things it's like mm -hmm. the council they would have the council of war spirit of knowledge which is just facts and data knowing things that you shouldn't be able to know and right. just having insight yeah. into people and situations, you know. That apply um, to the real world. Yeah. yeah, so these things, I mean, this is just, it's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. It's an unfair what advantage. we have um, inside, right. and, and the, literally this is, this is the seven manifestations of the Holy Spirit. The one know? who lives within. The one who lives yeah. inside us. We have access yeah. to all wisdom and all, all power, every, an answer to every, every problem, a solution, a creative understanding and, and honestly the closer we get to God don't we see this I mean yeah we just see how many times has that happened in business yeah. where you get this creative kind of you just put the pieces together they just come together right yeah and I think you know I mean and, and this is an aspect of faith but it's it's what's our expectation you know is our expectation to walk in these things to, to, to have these to have all of these things manifest in our lives through our daily life I mean, we've got to live that way. We've, we've got to get off of this short-term, you know, super spiritualizing everything, and it's all about the afterlife, and this is it. This is what we've got right now. This is our, this is our project, if you will, you know, and it's the Father's, it, it just the Father's watching over this. He's watching over his children that he's invested his, his very self inside of and his giftings and his nature, and he said, you're going to be like me. Now, walk this out. I mean, can you imagine if you were a father and, and your kids were, you know, were lied to and, and, and that, that was, you know, were crippled and that was just shrunken down to like, mm. you know, when I die, I get to be with you? No, you're with me now, you know? And I want to do some stuff on this planet and Jesus could have done it, right? Did God not have the power to rebuild the, the ancient ruins and to, you know, to, the former devastations to restore and repair and rebuild? And Of course he could have. The way he's chosen to do that is through us. Yeah, it's it's because he went to the Father that right. we'll do the greater works. Yeah, he he disarmed the enemy. It it, it it's like the you know, the, the you know the lion disarming the the, the 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 prey and then giving it to the to the young. Yeah, you go eat young, it now. You, yeah, you go you yeah. go finish this thing off. And he he disarmed the enemy and then handed the baton to us. Right. And said, "Now you go." Right. And finish the work. Yeah. So I think there's this presupposition that, you know, that 
you know, we've, we've talked about this some, but that, but that Satan is the god of this age, the ruler of this world, you know, and that, that he's, he was referred to as that even by Jesus, but then Jesus said, now the ruler of this age is judged. Now he's, judged, now right. he's cast down. So what Jesus did at the cross, he, he won back the earth for mankind. Yeah. Man gave it up. So, so Jesus reigns right now. He's not, you know, there's some songs out there that would say that Jesus is coming back to reign or Jesus is coming to reign on the earth. Jesus is reigning right now on the earth. It just so happens that he's doing it through his body, which is on the earth. And he's seated, he's, he's the head up in heaven. So, so it, it changed, you know, that sounds, I mean, there's, yeah, we easily nod our head to that. But when you really get a grip on that, then why do we think this other guy is going to win? What's in us that would be anything but like, this is our land, this is our Father's domain, I'm going to seek first His kingdom, the, the expansion of His domain on earth, because He's given, He's, he's sliced it's, off, it's, He's got that inheritance in you seed. and in me. It's His seed. Right. Jesus is the seed. Yeah. Can the seed fail? Cannot. Yeah. And we are His crop, yeah. and He is the farmer, Gergos, yeah. and the vine dresser, John, John, John 15, 1. So he is, you're his soil, right. and he is, and, and, and he is, he's going to have his harvest. Yeah, that's the amazing thing. I was meditating on this, but the, uh, you know, so Paul, you know, asked again that our eyes would be opened up, that we would just see this, this which is already reality, and that is, you know, the, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in us. Mm. So Jesus' inheritance is the nations, and that's not just talking about real estate. It's talking about people. And so we can, we can stop at the point of like, well, that means I, I'm his, so I'm part of his inheritance. But I, I, I think it goes beyond that. It's like, it's like not only am I no. his, but there's more, there's something of the nations and of the created order to be redeemed back to him that's in me. Yeah. It's my gifting. It's my calling. It's my talent. It's that greatness that he put in me that says, right. now go take dominion. It goes back to what he what said if, to Adam it, at the what beginning. What if you're going to do the greater works? then his inheritance is right. the works that you do. Right. The greater works it. that you do. That's right. right. It all it all accrues right. to him. It's his seed right. that is in you and his purchase that is that has purchased all things that we walk this out. And it's his inheritance in us. Right. And through us. Through us. That he yeah. is so excited about having having us looking and acting and walking like Jesus in the planet. Amen. Transforming. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is that that is such a great verse. To think about his, what is his inheritance yeah. in, in us? us. Yeah. In us. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 exactly right, and that's why I think Paul, with such vigor, prayed and cried out that the oh, eyes, that you would only that you could know this if you just get it. You know, I, I, again, my biggest, you know, concern is is the day that you know our eyes are fully open and we stand before him and we see. What, what could have been ours, what we could have presented to him of his inheritance. Mm -hmm. Because we eat, the, the, the reality is we each will be evaluated and rewarded on the basis of what did you do with the inheritance that was in you. And if we shrink that down to like, well, I kept my life pure, I kept my, I kept my, you know, I kept out of sexual sin, I stayed away from too much alcohol, you know, that's, let's do those things, that's, right? That's, but, that's, that's, but that's the third guy. Yeah. The end of the day. yeah I, I kept what was yours. Uh, I, I, oh, here, Master, I yeah. kept what was yours. Here it is. Right. It's like I kept the little seed safe. It's like, yeah. no. That's yeah. not faithfulness is actually multiplying what he's what been given, resource not mean, saving yeah. what right. he, what you were given. Right. And the interesting thing is it's only in going beyond 
and and you know in, in expressing that that we actually are are best able to keep what what is his you know is to stay holy. It's David again with the in the spring when kings go out to war. David stayed home, right? And that's when he got in trouble. So, the, so he's designed this thing for us to be on the move. We have a race to run, and if we're standing at the starting line our whole life, you know, we're just going to atrophy. So. So greater resources, greater power. Greater power. We have the word on the inside. Yeah, so that's the, um, you know, Jeremiah the prophet, you know, it's in Jeremiah 31, I believe, but, you know, they spoke of this, spoke of this time, and he said this, you know, there's a day coming. This is the covenant I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds I will write mm -hmm. them. And then their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. So everything that was on the outside before and was based on performance of this exterior set of laws, God said, now I'm going to put that on the inside of, of people. And I'm going to give them this thing called mercy and forgiveness and repentance, which is going to allow them to actually stay in covenant with me because Jesus, as a man, fulfilled. He kept up this, the, the man side of the covenant because he walked in perfect righteousness. And now in him... That's imputed to me if I just confess and get back up and get mm -hmm. moving down the track. So Israel, you know, after they, you know, they uh, refused to go in the first time for unbelief, you know, and, and that was when God said, as I live, he says, okay, they're not going in and I won't wipe them out. I'll pardon them according to Moses' intercession. But as I live, the earth will be filled with my glory. So you get a little glimpse here of what his mission was. God's objective is to fill the earth with his glory through human beings in covenant with him. Well, then it goes on, you know, and finally Joshua brings them in. And the whole thing, read Deuteronomy. I mean, it's like the Great Commission 1.0 was God telling Moses, take these people into the promised land and teach them to obey the law. And if they do that, no one will be able to stand before them. They'll, they'll, they'll take over the land. They'll be blessed. They'll be prosperous. All those promises in Deuteronomy. Right. But if they don't, then I'll disperse them and then, you know, and look what happened. So they were not able to enter in and, 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 and maintain the land. So God said, I'm going I'm to download this upgrade. It's called Covenant 2.0. Now, when you sin, you have an advocate with the Father. You, mm. So, so we, it's, we, we don't get kicked out of the land or get, our, get beaten, beaten up and we don't lose the war to the enemy. But we stay in covenant with him. And we've got his law now on the inside of us and him on the inside of us. I mean, this thing is... It is so stacked in our favor. Right. It really is. I mean, and then, and then you add the time element. It's like he's got all the time in the world. He, this earth is going to be filled with his glory through human beings walking in covenant with him. If it takes 30 years or if it takes 30,000 years, this is going to happen. This, this little bit of leaven is going to spread. The whole loaf is going to rise. This little wheat planting is going to become a wheat field. It's going to fill the earth. And, and the thing of it is, he's just, he just needs people in agreement with him, walking in covenant with him. And he's given us a covenant that's like, you're kidding me. It's based on mercy. And their sins and lawless deeds I will remember no more. Mm. That's radical compared to the old one. Your sins and lawless deeds Everything counts are going to cause you to, to lose. Yeah. You know, so. You know, uh, you know, the old covenant, they was, it was, you know, yeah, it was, it was based on external obedience. But, but so you have to, you know, resist these evil desires and evil motives, right? Or pretend they didn't exist, right? And you just do the external obedience regardless of, hey, you're really greedy, you're really selfish, you're really lustful, but you just 
do yeah. this external thing. Yeah. But he said, he said, he, I'm going to put my law in your heart. So he, 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 he changes our hearts where we actually, we can get rid of wrong motives and wrong desires. Has he ever been cleaned of a right. wrong motive or desire? Well, I have plenty and, and all of us have where, where we go and we repent and we get power, we get washed Lens. and cleansed. And, yeah. and those wrong desires and motives are actually taken away from us. Right. So, so obedience now is is part of our nature, right? right? We walk in alignment with his promises, with his purpose, with his person, and his value system. But it's because it's in us, because he purchased it. And so he gave us this thing called called this cleansing of this new birth that actually creates a desire to love and serve God. Right. Right. I I want to love and serve God. I can't help it. And, right? when, and, and I'm when, not a very good sinner because of that, right. you know, because yeah. I really want to love and please him. And, you know, and when we sin, when we stumble, we what does he say? Yeah. yeah. If you he, confess your sin, he's, he's faithful and just to forgive them of and all, to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So it is. I mean, we just can't lose right. if we just unless we quit. Right. We so, just can't lose. Right. So we have the, the empowerment to go into the land and and, and take it. Okay. In other words, the promised land to, to bring his glory to, to every corner of the earth, every sphere of influence, to leaven it, mm-hmm. to actually change things. I mean, that's what we're, to, to be those reformers that Isaiah 61 verse 5 talks about. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not pie in the sky stuff. So we were, take a little, a little bunny trail here, but we were talking the other day about, you know, like uh, some of the Christmas songs that are out, the, the old classics. And I mean, I was just struck in this last couple of weeks by, you know, by, by the lyrics of some of these. But, you know, Oh, Holy Night, for instance, you know, so it's it's talking about uh, the gospel of Jesus, talking about this baby who came. Right. And we, we we shrink these things down into cute little Bible stories or cute little Christmas. It's it says, you know, that chains shall he break. Mm. What the baby that came and was born. Yeah. Chains shall he break for the slave is my brother. And in his name, all oppression shall cease. He was talking about, he wasn't talking about my enslavement to my lustful sin patterns and that too, but he was literally... Talking about the earth being being transformed by this baby's birth. Right. Because of Jesus' first advent. Okay. No Mm. more let thorns infest the ground. Wow. He came to make his glory shown far as blessings flow, far as the curse is found. That's what joy, joy to the world says. Okay. I mean, it, th- these guys got it. 1700s wow. and the 1800s, when they heard the gospel and, and looked at the prophecies of Isaiah. It was utterly transformational to the planet. This, this man coming to earth changed everything. It did. So when the angel showed up, the, the angel host showed up, they didn't, they were actually already there, but the heavens were open and the shepherds in the field. Okay. Wow. They made a proclamation that all the chaos and death and destruction and darkness that started spinning up when, when man fell, when, when Satan did gain dominion over the planet. Okay. That I just see this like big fiery stake coming down out of the heavens and into the ground at the birth of Christ and said, this stops here and begins reversing. And so what do they say? Glory to God in the heavens and on earth, peace and goodwill towards men. That could never have been proclaimed prior to that moment. And that wasn't just for a Christmas card. That was like, that was like the beginning 
of the turnaround of planet Earth, the, the, wow. res the restoration of all things. And that's been an ongoing process now for 2,000 years. So the writer of O Holy Night, for whatever reason, slavery was on his mind. And this was before the Civil War, by the way. It was wrote that, that song was written by a Frenchman, in 18, a French wine seller in 1847 at the request of, a, of a, the parish priest said, write a poem. It was a poem at first. So slavery, real human being slavery, not spiritualized, my slavery to my, my youthful lust. You know, he was actually concerned about that. It was a social justice thing. And he goes, you know what? That's actually going to change and be removed from the earth because of this babe who came, mm -hmm. came down to earth. Chains shall he break for the slave of my brother. In his name all wow. oppression shall cease. Wow. He was prophesying, but they got it. They were, they were, they had this Reformation chip in them. Like, like, because Jesus came, everything reverses now and starts going back. Wow, so. you know, it makes me think of that passage in Mark four, where he says Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a man who sowed seed in the field, and he says by night and day it grows. He knows not knows how. Not how. Yeah. And, and it's almost like even when the man is asleep, the farmer is asleep, the seed is growing. And it's so true. Even when the church is asleep, right. the kingdom, it is just this leaven. It's just it's working. Powerful. It's working in the system. It's, it's transforming the planet. It's bringing, you know, you know, a desire for justice. It's bringing a desire for freedom and liberty. I look at, you know, in my book, Kingdom Horizon, I actually go through and look and look at a number of the trends of the planet and see liberty and freedom has been steadily increasing for 2,000 right. years. You look at poverty has been steadily decreasing for 2,000 years. Right. You, you look at the desire for justice. You know, the, the enemy is not into justice, okay? Right. He's into injustice. But it's, it's the desire increasing. You look across the planet today, hum, the human race, individuals want justice. They're, they're passionate about wanting justice. Now maybe they're confused about the manifestation, what that looks like. But where is that? What where is, is that coming from? What's why, it coming why do you from? care about this it's, other it's human being? It's the leaven. Right. It's the leaven that is these microscopic right. particles of the kingdom, yeah. and that's totally metaphorical. But, no, but it's uh, but so, it's 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 his value system that right. is infiltrating everything. It's more in this earth than we think. So yeah. so you take a you take an issue like human trafficking, sex the sex slavery, trade right now. You can get a, a, an atheist to come on board with, let's end human trafficking. What's human trafficking? Well, they're taking babies. In some cases, parents are selling their, their, their young kids to go become sex slaves for somebody. You can actually get people that are so far from being members of the body of Christ to agree with you to eradicate that because something inside of them says that's wrong. I would propose to you that if Jesus Christ had not come to the planet, those people would never, that, that. Yeah. So well, even 2,000 years ago, people would not, or 1,000 years ago, people would not have agreed to that, the Viking right. age, you know, like, right. who cares about that, do you, you know? Right, do you think anybody, do, do you think, I mean, project the, the timeline down the road. I mean, what would have to happen for, for slavery to come back into normalcy? No, it can't. Right, and that's because Jesus Christ right. came to this earth yeah. and then, impregnated it's, us with this seed and said, now you are the salt yeah. of the earth, you are the light of the world. And what you are gonna do is gonna be so powerful that even the unbelievers will glorify God in a sense. Yeah. So, so, I mean, God's, God's ways and his ideas work whether you're a believer in him or not. Yeah. You know? So the plan, all of that has to do with him coming and releasing this love and this, this yeah. peace quotient. So the there is obviously a war and there's, there's opposition. I don't wanna make oh, it yeah. sound like there's nothing. Oh, yeah. 
you know, you know, there's definitely we have an opposer, mm -hmm. but but we also have the Holy Spirit inside. We have we have a a a you know uh, disarmed enemy. It says in Colossians. Right. You know, and God inside to you know to actually bring this this transformation, as well as you know, there's some automation in the kingdom where it is going on its own too. That seed is growing, as well it's as powerful. in partnership with yeah. us, right. as as uh, you know. But if you just think of the proverb that says, "As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he." Now apply that to this. So if I think like God thinks, I'm great. God thinks we're great. Now that sounds even difficult to say. But God actually thinks that we are equipped to reform this planet, to leaven this planet, to light this. Every place there's darkness to bring light and, and, and that well, the light's amazing. actually going to win. Now, if we thought that, and we're starting to, so if I'm, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if I think I'm an overcomer because God said I'm an overcomer and that becomes mm. substance inside of me and I start living like that, guess what's going to change? Mm. I mean, the world gets this. Tony Robbins gets some of these principles and he fills up auditoriums at $10,000, $30,000 a pop for people to, to take his course. This is all word of God stuff, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it's, you, you, like I said, it works even apart from bowing the knee to Jesus. I hope he does one day. But this is, this is powerful stuff and, and God has, uh, he, he's equipped us. He's equipped us for what he's called us to do and we gotta stop checking out of the process and waiting and wanting and hoping for him to come do what he's what he's given us to do and, and he's given us the privilege of doing. So God inside, a greater covenant, the full upgrade, <laughs> that's right. Greater access to God. Yeah. Greater access. So we can approach the throne of grace boldly. This Ooh. is think now if you're a if you're an old testament saint. For one, just the concept of being able to call the Almighty your Father, that yeah. alone is like... To, almost heresy, yeah. yeah. Not, not just your Father, but, but Abba, Papa. Yeah. yeah the, I was endearment. thinking about you know, the high priest would go in once a year, only after the sacrifice. They would tie a rope around his leg right. in case he passed out or was struck dead so they could drag Did him out. something wrong, whatever. Once a year, one guy going right. in to draw near. Right. And now... The Bible says, you yeah. boldly draw near. Yeah, Hebrews, Hebrews 10, 19, and 20 says, We have boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, <laughs> by a amazing. new and living way which he has made for us through the veil that is his flesh. Wow. And let us come boldly, therefore, to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, that's for the stuff that we've done wrong, and find grace, empowerment to help in time of need. Mm. So... Uh, I mean, access to God. How about that? And, and then two or more of us, you know, gathered together. Jesus says, "I'm in your. I'm right there. I'm in your midst." Mm. So, uh, Abba Father, I, I get the picture of the, uh, you know, the the movie. It's a Wonderful Life. I don't know if you remember the scene, but when uh, you know George Bailey's in, or George Bailey's dad's in the big bankers meeting, and there's this high power stuff going down, and and George, as a little boy, you know, he goes barging right in. Like, I know that's my papa, and, and, and if, I go, if I go busting in the door, he's going to say, oh, what is it, son? You know, he's not going to like, what are you doing here, you little, you know? And so that's us. I mean, we had the, the almighty of the universe calls us his, with endearment, calls us his children, and we call him papa. He's given us the spirit of adoption by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Mm. You know, talk about access. Wow. Talk about access. So, um, 
you know, and so belonging we, and belonging. It's not just you know. You look at the 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 Muslim faith. I mean, it's all it's about this God who is all powerful, and you know, it's in Islam the word means submission. You know, it's being submitted and and under the foot of, and it's just so different than Christianity, right. which which is it's so different. We're family. It's God coming down. We're it's becoming family. One of us. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. We belong. Right. We're part of His family. We're grafted mm. in. To his system, his DNA, his right. his family. Jesus is called our older brother. He says, yeah. "You're the you're the firstborn among brothers." Oh, yeah. I mean, that is insane to have that level of invitation to be part of the family of God. Yeah. And he says, "If you're family, if you're children, then you're heirs." In Galatians. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All things have been given to us. <laughs> You know, it's just I, I we. What is our excuse, buddy? We, yeah, we. That well, that's the thing. We we have got to we have got to get a hold of this. I mean, we we meaning all of us. We've got to get a hold of. We've got to join into the prayer of Paul and say, "Yeah, God, open my eyes," because we have those eyes. Open our eyes to see really who we are and why we're here. If you really break it down, that's what that prayer is all about: who we are, why we're here. And what resources are there for us to do to be to be that and to you do said, that? You said last night. I just imagine that time when I'm standing before him, and there you are, and he and with this knowledge of literally the table that he set for you mm. and the riches of of everything that right. he had made available and what you could have done. Right. And and he looks at you. So what did you do with what I gave you? Right. Yeah, and, and and how did you put it? Do you remember how you put it? Oh, oh, so good. That was close. Uh, that, I mean, that's yeah. No, it's it's, oh it's just, and it's not. I mean, there will be correction, but it's not. It's not even that. It's more of a. It's opportunity. It's, a, it's an exhortation. What did you do with like, the opportunity? Right. The, this whole thing about you know, it isn't about this this perfunctory performance. It's no. not what he's after. Right. right? This is yeah. uh, you know, last night we had our monthly gathering, influent gathering, and. And, and I talked about Luke 19, mm. and he says, I gave you the mind, but he didn't tell us what to do. The point was just take what you had been given with it right. and multiply it. Yeah. So he's like, he's setting this incredible golden, you know, uh, feast for us of, of and, and golden superhero, you know, suits and, <laughs> and, and power and everything. It says, pick right. up what you want, do what you want, do something. What did you do? Right. With so, so we look back. Been, so we look back you. in history at, at, at the greats, you know, and and even even a person like a William Wilberforce, you know, who 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 did his part, right? Who did his part, ran his part of the race, and was you know a big cog in the whole wheel of, of, of eradicating slavery, right? He was just part of it. He was one of them, but he did his thing. We and it's great to look back and celebrate those guys. But if when we come to grips with every single one of us has been given a piece of, and as a matter of fact, it's like. If you're faithful with what's in front of you, he'll 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 entrust more to you. Mm -hmm. So there's this there's this prom, there's this built-in promotion system within the kingdom that God's given us, and it's like just go start being faithful with this. So the exhortation is that you know the fact is I'm not standing before him today, right? So I have today, so I can we we can we can lay hold of this stuff, and we can lay hold of that for which he's laid hold of us, mm. and we can begin running this race and. Uh, and again, I want to I want to change the way I thinketh. You know, I want to start thinkething the way God said what He says about me. And if He says greater is He that's, that's in us, that's why we're rethinking. That's why we're rethinking. Yeah, we're trying to rethink like He thinks. Right. 
and right. and deprogram our brains uh, right. from this old system of unbelief and right. despair and doubt into uh, the way what he says and agree with what Amen. he says about so who true. we are. It's so true. Well, Jim, this is this is amazing stuff. Amazing yeah. stuff. Rethink yeah. session five. So what 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 else is on your mind? Where are we get, where are going to be going the next uh, next few few times? Well, you always ask me this, and I'm always at, kind of at a loss because I get in the middle of this, and it's like <laughs> there is so much more to say about you know what the the, the way that we're resourced. Yeah. And and uh, I, I think we just keep I think we just keep hitting at this, and just I, I want to get I, I want to get my brain a little bit more around this the greater people and the greater works, and what we're and and then you know. At some point, we begin talking about what does it actually look like in the in our literal you know in our lives today, right? Mm -hmm. How does it how does it go from theory, you know, and theology to actual practice? How do we actually start right. walking out, putting on our taking our superpowers? Right. And it's interesting how much all these new movies are all about superpowers and all yeah, this. Exactly. You know, it's like how do we how do we put on our superpowers and our our super garb? And, right. And start start really operating in this stuff, and it really is real. It's and I think one thing I'd like to say is, you know, the we've talked about this, Bob, but the, you know, there's the there's the passage that talks about, you know, people living in this era, that there will be this thing that'll begin happening. The apostle wrote where they will hold to a form of godliness, Ooh. but deny the power thereof. Now, in in, in our wow. charismatic circles. We take that scripture and make it mean Speaking they'll de they'll deny they'll <laughs> deny the spiritual gifts. That's right. not what it said. It actually says the power of godliness. So wow. I've been thinking about like you know what we call the Great Commission is actually Jesus very purposefully. He didn't gather the seventy. He didn't gather them all. He gathered the eleven, and he says now go and make disciples in all these different places. Go and make disciples of all the nations, and and then what? And then teach them to obey all that I commanded you. And lo, I'm with you even to the end of the age. So, so really, they were they were commissioned to go plant the seed and get a few, get a few people that really get it. And then, when they really get it and begin to walk out this value system of the kingdom, husbands love your wives, wives submit to you know all of the all of the teachings they taught us what to do. Jesus Jesus told the apostles, go in. Find a few people that'll that'll embrace this, get the DNA in them, and then teach them how to live. And when they live this way, they'll be like salt, they'll be like light. Their light will shine so that men will see their good works and glorify their Father. And they'll begin to leaven the area where they are, okay? So the reason I'm bringing this up is because when we talk about this, and we talk about superpowers, we talk about all the superheroes, we can get another disconnect point by thinking, like, what great thing could I go do? And I believe 99.9% .9 of, the, of the heavy lifting of the kingdom is really just people raising a godly family and the godly values, well living, living, you know, like, like Paul says in 1 Thessalonians, he said, you know, rejoice always, pray unceasingly, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. There you Jesus. have it. There's, there's so, the will of God for you. So what if, what if 10% of the Christians, starting with us, actually just said we're going to do that one for a year. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to nurture a lifestyle rejoicing always, staying in continual communication with this father that I have this access to, right? And giving thanks that's in everything. It, and we live like right that. there you're already getting starting to shine the light. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. That that's there's a power in godliness 
that has affected and will affect this planet. You know, quite apart from, or in addition to raising the dead and healing, let's do all that stuff, but you know, let's, let's, let's be the guy that reforms the whole banking system. But the wow. reality is it's, 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 it's the rank and file, everyday, ordinary Christian that Jesus said is greater he said, whoever is least in nah, my kingdom really is greater. The power in that godliness will transform this planet. Ooh. It'll work its way through all the systems, all the jurisdictions. It'll work its way through education, through government, through every single, all seven mountains, because it works, because wow. it's godly. It's like him, wow. his ways work. So, Man, all right, good stuff. Well, join us as we continue this study of the kingdom and rethinking. rethinking. Yeah. and thinking what he thinks. So yes. we're, uh, we're going on this in this amazing Bible study. All right, we'll see you next time for the Rethink Series. Thanks, Jim. It's right. awesome, buddy. Right. Boom. Boom.